Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. We still don't get paid what I believe we're worth. I had secretly been wanting to try health coaching. Women have been dropping out. Your body is the next frontier of liberation. You have to monetize. We buy into this idea that anyone can do this. Your body becomes proof. Whether or not we're trying to sell a service or a product, all women are brands. Now I'm a health coach. My name is Kyla Tova, and this is Your Body, Your Brand. A word. Hi, all. Before we get to part two of the MLM podcast in the final quarter of this season, I want to say a few words to address potential misreadings or mishearings of this content, my intent, and the project overall. This podcast is a work of cultural criticism, not a work of investigative journalism. As such, the stories that you hear are meant to help facilitate your understanding of something systemic about the culture in which we live and through which we communicate. Though you'll hear individual voices, at no point is the story an expose or condemnation or a critique of those individual lives or the choices those individual people made. Just as, I hope you understand, this is not a critique of your individual life or choices, Unless, of course, you're actively injuring yourself or others through the choices that you make. When I started this project two and a half years ago, it was a different project. Not a very different project, but the phenomenon that I wanted to study, how we market ourselves and our bodies to one another, wasn't what ended up being central to the story that my interviewees told me about. That was peripheral. This careers thing, the why we market our bodies to one another, that ended up being a thread that just begged to be pulled. The stories that I heard were all unique, but so similar in their uniqueness, and they resonated with the cultural and feminist criticism that I was reading as I considered returning to school to study communication arts. So that's the story I ended up telling. I don't expect even my guests to be fully on board with this story. They trusted me with their stories, and I did and am doing my best to represent them faithfully. It's a documentary, so you don't get to hear things chronologically or in full, which means that you have to take my word for their word, and that can feel like putting words into their mouths. That's the trouble with documentary projects. I don't expect my guests to fully endorse the conclusions I've drawn. You know, I don't even fully endorse some of the things my guests believe either. I chose to include the voices that I did because they helped to tell the story. A story that has nuance and many different perspectives, including perspectives that I can't always see. For example, doing a multi-level marketing episode featuring voices of people who still believe in multi-level marketing's message. I aimed to get curious, and sometimes that curiosity meant thinking differently about the way in which my guests spoke. It meant adding new context in order to better understand, at least from my perspective, what it is that my guest stories were telling us. Having done an interview for this podcast does not imply that my guests have endorsed anything that I say. They've entrusted me with their words, however, and I have done my best to make sure that I've represented my guests in their best lights in service of telling the story that emerged from hearing their interviews as a whole. This is also not a condemnation of, nor a set of prescriptions for, health coaches, personal trainers, or wellness entrepreneurs. It's cultural criticism. I don't think that there's an easy answer for any of this, as you'll hear in the next few episodes. I also don't think that individual coaches and trainers and body entrepreneurs who are doing the work that they do because they care, 
about the people they help, about improving people's emotional or physical health, about making a contribution, I don't think they're bad or wrong for wanting to do what they do. Some of my guests are incredible, thoughtful, emotionally attuned humans who are doing work to improve individual lives, or even helping people on a larger scale. And I don't think that they should stop outright doing what they're doing. I mean, heck, I'm an entrepreneur myself. I teach burlesque dance and burlesque fitness classes. I'm complicit in the society in which we live in the same ways that all of you out there listening are. We're swimming in this together. So my goal isn't to tell all of us how to find a new pond. It's just to ask us to start becoming aware of the water. If there's something in here that brings up icky feelings because it feels like a personal attack or a critique of the work you're doing, it's not. But it might mean that it's time to be aware of the water. If there's something in here that makes you long for a solution, it might mean starting with an awareness of the water. If you hear something that enrages, confuses, or frustrates you, I encourage you to dive in. Get to know the water that we're swimming in. I hope this brief word helps to contextualize the podcast for you, especially as we head into a discussion of empowerment, economics, and feminist cultural criticism. I look forward to continuing to hear from you about how and where this podcast is landing for you. And I'm happy to answer any questions you might have to the best of my ability or to help contextualize things for you. In any case, I'll see you on Monday for Episode 9, which is Part 2 of our MLM discussion.